0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another live edition of New England Sports 24-7 Radio. I'm your host, John Larry, and with me is always Scott. Summer breeze makes me feel fine. Balloonie. Wow, you're quite the songbird. You like that? You like that? (laughs) Uh, Tonight we're going to be talking about the Boston Red Sox uh, and lots and lots of Patriots because, well, it's the fourth preseason game. There's going to be a lot of cuts, so we're going to get into that. Uh, Also, a bunch of other amazing, wonderful stories that I'm sure you'd like to hear. And, well, the very, very popular ass hat of the week. Scott, how was your first week back at school, man?
1: Uh, it's going well. Classes are a thing. Um, I've just been hanging in there, just kind of deal with the adjustment. Uh, I got a new room though. The, the the new room is much nicer than the old room, so I have uh, yeah. more space.
0: Well, the acoustics coming off the wall are a lot better.
1: All right. Well, th- there we go. So you know, it's it's helping the show, I guess. But um,
0: yeah. <laughs> anything no. anything for the show, buddy?
1: Yeah, of course. Anything for the show. Well, I'm doing well. How you doing?
0: I'm doing good, man. Um. You know, we, uh it's been about a two-week vacation, uh, not really intentionally, but you know, we had a we had a little mishap with the scheduling, and then and, uh, then, re- we, and then real life happens sometimes. And then real life happens, so we're not going to go ahead and get into that just because, but uh, you know, we're we're going to keep this show positive, live, and direct. Um, so the uh, the Boston Red Sox, man, they they're kind of they playing- I, I
1: love it, man! From first to from last to first, excuse me. From last to first, like it's That's it's been point. an incredible season, and uh, I I, I they, people are saying that the Dodgers. Last week, when the power rankings came on ESPN, everyone was obsessed with the Dodgers winning the, you know, you know, going all the way or whatever. We just we just
0: beat them two times Absolutely. out of three, and like, we're, we're looking real well, strong. Right yeah, now. it's uh, the good thing is, I mean, if you really want to look at it, the the Boston Red Sox defeated the Los Angeles Dodgers. And the Dodgers haven't lost a series since, like I think it was like June sixth or something like that. Excuse me. So the Red Sox they march on in and Pick they said, you know what? Hold a minute. Yeah, they're, they're looking good. I, I tell you, I, and I've said it several times this year. They just they get down, they're not out of it. They they find a way to fight back, and it's it's very very encouraging to see. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they they only have a two and a half game lead uh over the uh Tampa Bay Rays, I almost said lightning i don't know why, but yeah. we all <laughs> miss Bay... hockey we all miss hockey, yeah, I know what is it, what is it like thirty four days left or something like that I, hockey I
1: think it's like thirty seven but who's counting
0: yeah oh, yeah apparently <laughs> you um yeah, so kinda one like, of the bright spots uh actually there's two bright spots really when I want to think about is Shane Victorino and Mike Napoli are both coming out of like like especially Mike Napoli coming out of yeah. a slump that he's been in, and Shane Victorino last night. I don't know if you noticed this, but he he knocked in seven RBIs. Did, uh, did you hear about
1: that? That was that was that was two nights ago. He when when they when they beat uh, on Tuesday night, he had seven RBIs, and last night he had four. So in the past two nights, he's had eleven RBIs.
0: That's that's unbelievable. Which is great because he's he's starting or to get hot. Or something like
1: that. Yeah, they they are ten or whatever. He's had ten something RBIs. He's just ridiculously he's ridiculously hot right now, which is which is fantastic because you know Ortiz he's in an 0 for eighteen slump right now. And you saw last night um, he's flying out a lot. He's he he's looking like he's slamming his helmet a lot. He's clearly frustrated. And we're doing this. We're basically we're on a four game win streak without Big Poppy, which is like, I mean he's been carrying us not caring, but he's been doing a lot of the lifting for most of the season. And for us to be doing – to be so successful in getting runs from other places while he's, you know, in a slump, that's, you know, very encouraging. Um, Exactly,
0: exactly. I mean, right now um, the Boston Red Sox, they own the best record in the AL uh, with 79 and 55. So, I mean, as you can see, would you say that was a 110% turnaround from last season? I mean – what?
1: Yeah, I mean last <laughs> season we had like what, sixty nine wins all season? Yeah. Yeah, it
0: was something it was something ridiculous. And right we were ahead. dead
1: last in the division and like, you know, obviously, you know, give it up for uh you know Ben Charrington and the, the new coach.
0: Um John Farrell, yeah. They they've really come together. They've really actually built like a a winning a winning ball club. And not only just a winning ball club, but like a, a winning mentality too. You know, these guys they 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 look like they're excited to come to come to the ballpark. And it's like I said, and I keep saying it, but they just look like they have that happiness, you know what I mean, like they're excited to play again, they're not like they're not down and out they remind it's, me
1: they remind me of another Red Sox team that went on to win a world
0: Series. they, they yes. look,
1: they're looking a lot like you know the Red Sox of old, and um, thank God, yeah, it's about you know what I mean it's about time
0: um I I'm actually kind of excited to watch the base, you know, to watch the Red Sox again. I mean, it's been a while since I've actually have wanted to turn, you know, turn on a Red Sox game, but you know, I, I find myself flipping it on just, you know,
1: yeah, because
0: I, I, I'm I'm adapting to the team really well. I really like what I'm seeing.
1: Yeah. So so last night, Sox had a great win. They were down like, they were down three one, I think, in the sixth inning, and yes. they rallied. They rallied back, and um, Mike Carp uh pinch hit floater just beyond the glove of Manny Bacado, Machado, excuse me, in the eighth inning. Uh scoring Jared Saltimacchia Salt Machia. Uh, <laughs> from, from second. Today? Yeah, ugh, it's I again I have school, man. Um and, you know, that that lifted the Red Sox to a four three win coming you know, coming from behind again, you know, it's they they've been They've been so good at just putting together wins when things aren't looking so good. It was the twentieth time in their seventy nine wins that they've gone ahead in their final turn at the plate. Yeah, that absolutely. clearly says something about the personality of the club. Like they're never absolutely. they're never getting down on themselves, they're never out of it.
0: Absolutely. But it also says a lot about who's actually making the clutch hit. It's not like a superstar, it's it's like, you know, it's their role players, Mike Carp, it's you know, sometimes steven drew uh julio inglesias you know what i mean like these guys are these guys are stepping up at the right time you know which yeah. is it's great to see it, it's just like you can tell that this team you know yeah they have some superstars on there but you know the, you have you don't have one particular guy that's going to go ahead and they're like oh yeah he's definitely going to get hit because they all seem to get hits at the right time so it's just it's really encouraging. I, I love what I'm seeing. I, and, I can't stop talking about it. <laughs> and, you know,
1: Ko- Koji Uhara or whatever – or, excuse me, Koji Uhara got his 14th oh, yeah. save Yuh- – Yuh- Yeah, uh, Yuhara. Jap- Japanese names. Like, got his 14th save with a perfect ninth inning for the Red Sox, who won their fourth straight game. Again, this is, a you know, a big a big deal. I mean, because it was so close between them and Tampa Bay, and now they're making a run. Like, it's a clear run. They're making a run to, to get some separation.
2: Sure. And,
1: you know, he's a guy who – I mean, I – had no idea who he was last year, and
0: yeah, uh, he—I uh, believe—last year he played for the Texas Rangers.
1: Well, I saw uh, no idea who he was. Now he's one of the more the more respectable relievers in the MLB.
0: Well, uh, that's it. he's uh, he's acting as a closer, but originally he's just a middle reliever guy. So yeah. he stepped into a role that he not normally used to. So you know he comes in. I mean, last night he had a one-two-three inning in the ninth, you know, to seal the seal the win. So that's. Well, that's, that's,
1: yeah, you know he's he's doing his job and he's doing it well. And we got John Lackey, who was getting booed all last year. Was getting booed right. the year before that. Hasn't had a really strong season. I mean, you know, he didn't really play at all last year.
0: No, no he didn't. He had the uh, he had the surgery last year.
1: You know, in 2011, he had what like he had a, a, a terrible like in the six in the six range ERA. Um and you know this year he's he is doing much more he's he's doing work the guy is doing work and,
0: absolutely um, absolutely you like, know
1: it's, it's it's great to see that he got a standing ovation last night like how far have we come in a year to see that you know last year he's getting rained down with booze and now he's just you know playing well, his heart out and doing the thing
0: the beginning of the year I, um I went on the show uh, with Jonathan Jonathan Ragus and he and I had gotten asked the question of who I thought was going to be the difference maker. Um, oh, yeah, I, sure, sure. I, hey, I'm just saying, you know, and I clearly stated that John Lackey was going to be a difference maker. Now, he's not technically the difference maker, you know, because – But
1: with buckles out and pitching
0: – you know, pitch,
1: we've been pitching problem-prone for a while. You know, we haven't right. had a stud – rotation in the past couple of years and he's been you know him and the addition of pv and you know you know dubron stepping up we yeah. have a solid rotation now we do and
0: that's the thing and like my point is though, uh by lack, he's not he's not hurting us you know what i mean like he was two years ago he you know he, he was in the game he'd stay too long you know he'd give up the key home run you know leave a meatball up there for a guy to, to whack home you know but he's not doing that this year. He's, he's pitching around these guys. He's, you know, he's, he's really showing that he wants to win. He he's he's he likes, well, I don't know if he likes it here, but, you know, he at least, he's at least trying uh, to earn the fans' respect, which at one point, I don't even know what he was thinking, but he was basically calling it the fan base, which is kind of a bad idea. and a Boston.
1: terrible idea.
0: <laughs> um, but that's it, you know what I mean? Like, he... He's stepping up. He's 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 being the guy he's supposed to be, you know. So that's why you know I had stated that at the beginning of the year. Of course, I also called you know for Baltimore to be in first place, but um, well, we all know how that's been working out. So my predictions aren't always great. Um,
1: but and, and you know tonight, speaking of Baltimore, we're playing Baltimore right now. Actually, the Red Sox are down two-one in the uh, top of the third inning. Um, Lester has given up actually two runs this inning, but I think he's getting, he's got two outs left. And, uh, I think that he's, uh, he just got Chris Davis out. So I think that he's going to get out of this one, uh, this two one base right now, but, uh, you know, you
0: what know, is your, uh, yeah, there you go. Right I there. am
1: basically sports center. Like that's what it comes down to. I'm, I'm your sports alerts, but, um, Lester, he's playing all right. I mean, he's 12 and seven with a he's four ERA, basically, if they can sweep the Orioles tonight, that's that's making a statement, I think. Um, yeah. And you know, late lately, you know, in his last two outings, Lester has allowed one run in fifteen two thirds innings. Obviously, that's changed tonight, but you know, he's been playing very well lately. So hopefully, mm-hmm. he can get past his inning and you know, end end. I down. mean, he
0: cl- he clearly made a statement uh, last week when he played against the Dodgers, who obviously was coming into the game super yeah, three, super hot. Three hits. You know, three hits, you shut him down. You know what I mean? Yeah, one, so,
1: three hits in seven one third innings. That's that's a that's, hell of a job.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: But uh, you know, so we'll, we'll see right now, and I'll keep you posted because right now we have a uh, a Giants Patriots game, and we have which is, I mean, I know it's preseason, but we're all kind of curious after what happened in you know the Detroit game how it's going to go. Right now, actually, the Patriots are down seven nothing. Um, they just the Giants just went down and. St- stomped on them for like in the open in their second third drive so that kind of sucked but um oh, boy but
0: that's, a, that's well, a- well that's i mean okay well that we'll just go ahead and use that as our next segment then because i did want to talk a little bit about the uh well actually maybe not a little bit maybe a lot of it um about the detroit game and how, yeah, how that was- much of a 180 it was compared to the first two weeks um you know because in pre in the third preseason game a lot of the uh a lot of starters play a lot longer to, you know, basically kind of start getting into the groove of things and this and that. And Tom Brady didn't look good. Um, I don't know if it was because Detroit's defense is just that much better or.
1: Well, I think that the four turnovers in the first five drives certainly did not help the Patriots. Um,
0: yeah, and they, did, they didn't score a single touchdown, which.
1: Yeah.
0: is very. Un- patriot on, yeah, on Patriot, like, I, I mean, I can't remember the last time the Patriots, uh, especially under Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, haven't scored a single touchdown. You know what I mean? They usually find a way to score at least one or two, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. It's very, uh, I don't know, it's very kind of, I know, like I said, I know it's a, it's a preseason game. I know that I probably shouldn't. Well, much. when you
1: have the start, when you have basically most of the starting offense out there, it's a little bit concerning, you know. And yes, you, got, you know, a couple of bad plays. You know, rookie tight end Zach Sudfield, Sudfeld, he fumbled it pretty bad. Um, Brandon Bolden and Shane Vereen both lost fumbles, and then Brady was picked off. And you know, I think that it's football. No, I
0: don't, you know, to be honest, because I've I've seen, um, I saw I saw that play. Uh, from what I saw, it didn't look like Tom Brady actually uh I, I'm gonna place that blame completely on Tom Brady. It wasn't because of the receiver. Um he didn't overthrow him. I mean he just he just threw it right to the Detroit player. It it was it was something you ever saw a rookie do, and that's why it kinda it kinda worries me a little bit because that's not something Tom Brady usually does.
1: Well you gotta think about it, and
2: when you're already in a game, it it's it's it, it's a is a free, seriously, and I'm not trying to let him off the hook. At the same time, people are making out of it. I think over
1: oh, the, the Detroit guys are talking crap the entire game. That was a little concerning to me. Just,
2: I mean, you guys, got, you gotta look at it from Detroit though. You have this powerhouse. Um, they kind of had an off year and. You know, you got the New England Patriots coming in. Granted, like that people playing most of their you know, you're gonna
0: So you know, these guys are gonna get hyped up for that. And they're just yeah. trying to prove that they're not scared.
1: Again, the, the, so the when the rookie line is, you know, going in and roughing up Tom Brady, like you know Come on,
2: man, how long are you out? That, that pissed me off a little pictures are getting
1: smoked. Like, they got They got crushed. They the 40s in the nine. That's look. But, I don't know, this is Brady. And, you know, in the first two preseason games combined, Brady completed 18 of his 20 passes and two touchdowns. Last game, right. he was significantly 24 for 105 yards and had one interception. So, I mean, not looks, again, but at the same time, preseason and you know, they were already got their bus way
2: early on. Just from, I mean, I'd say the Patriots to the feed them. them. They're doing the ball over. I fully agree with that. That's what. That's the part that scares me. It's not that. that uh their
1: defense played really
2: well from them, but no, they,
1: they played well. I mean, you if know, you can disrupt, if you could disrupt that offense, then you're then you're doing what you're supposed to do, and they, that's what exactly they did, and they. they you know, but mean, and
0: people else. people will sit there and ask, you know, and I've gotten asked that question, you know, oh well, you know, Danny Amendola wasn't there, and you know, they was playing, you know, Tom Brady was playing with a lot of receivers that he doesn't know.
2: That's I don't. You know, gonna see these guys during the anyway. I know chemistry takes a while. But it's not
0: You know, Gronkowski's made that play probably a thousand times um, since he's been here. It's the same exact route that Rob Gronkowski would have ran. Uh, It's just, he's not Rob Gronkowski. He dropped the ball. I mean, as opposed to Rob Gronkowski, he would have gone to it, you know, just the way he got hit. But it is what it is, you know what I mean? You have to look at it as these guys guys are playing jobs, and, and that was third preseason game, and it didn't look well. I mean, and tonight, you know, they're facing the New York Giants. And yeah, but, you guys, know, our starters aren't starting tonight. You know, have already had
1: John?
2: John? Well, the backups uh, is... Uh, who, who's... Right around? He's right. John, can you hear me? John uh for some reason i I'm, I'm in trouble here All right, am I?
1: Can anybody hear us?
0: Hello. Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay, so apparently we're experiencing some technical difficulties. Um, uh, If anybody is listening, can you please let us know if you can actually hear us? Just because we're kind of... Kind of wondering. Um, so I guess we'll go ahead and uh, continue on. Um, okay. <laughs> I, oh, Hey, it, this is the stuff that can only happen to us apparently, huh? I don't
1: understand. I honestly don't understand what's happening right now. I was, it was fine and your voice got all messed up and then I got disconnected from the call.
0: Yeah, I did too for some reason. I, I don't know. It popped up and I think we were off the air for like probably about 5 minutes. <laughs> um, are you we, are we on the air right now? I don't know. I'm uh, I'm searching around to see if someone's listening and to let us know, of course we're probably talking like idiots and they can hear us. Um We I don't even know where we were because of that. We're talking okay. about the We're talking about the Patriots. Yes, we were talking about the Patriots. We were talking about uh their quarterback in Mallet. Detroit. Talk about Mallet. We're talking Oh
1: about yes. Mallet. Talk about Evo yeah. and how I think that. I mean, I was just—did you hear me when I was reading the Mallet stats?
0: I didn't hear the Mallet stats. All I heard was that he got picked off in the end zone. That's the last I heard.
1: Okay, well, I mean, Ryan Mallet, you said that you don't think that he solidified himself as a, um, a second-tier, like the backup quarterback in New England, because I mean, in Tampa Bay, he threw sixty percent completion rate for one hundred thirty-seven yards, and last game in Detroit, it was. Fifty percent completion rate for about a hundred yards, so like that's not terrible. And he also has been rushing pretty well too. He had, you know, he has had two runs and they average up to ten yards a run. So it's not like he's a terrible backup quarterback by any means. I don't think.
0: No, I mean, I, I don't know. I think he's. I think he's a product of the system. I think he's okay. I don't think he's great. Um, I, no, he's not great. But I mean, I just think like I, I look at it as this: like if uh, if Tom Brady goes down. Uh, who are we gonna to turn to? In, in all honesty.
1: Yeah. yeah. and I mean, look at it this way: when when Tom Brady got the nod, did you think did you think that he was gonna do?
0: I didn't. That's the thing. Um,
1: you know, you know I, course- I mean, like, I think that this guy, Ryan now be- I'm sorry to cut you off, being behind no, okay. being behind Tom Brady for I don't know how many years, at least three or four, um. Or,
0: yeah, he, uh, 2010, I believe, is when he, um, yeah.
1: So, I mean, for being behind Tom Brady, you're gonna, I mean, he's one of the, Tom Brady's one of the best quarterbacks to ever walk this earth. And, you know, although his preseason stats aren't
0: like astounding, like, you know, they, well, that's the thing. They're, they're preseason. That's exactly, it's preseason stats. I mean, half the time he doesn't really.
1: Oh, pass scored. Oh, they did.
0: Yeah. Uh, defensive or, or offense?
1: Uh, offense. Who, who uh, um, Ryan Ryan Mallet threw. Oh no, there was. Oh, I think they had the left guard run it in. Really? I think they pulled the. Yeah, they had G Win, the 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 left guard.
0: No, that's interesting.
1: So I think he's just trying to put like, like punch it in. So, that, oh, because the the interception was overruled. That's why. Oh, it was. Yes. Oh, so that's why that happened. Ah, okay. See, when 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 we, our radio show goes out, clearly you know Tebow heard me talking about you know the interception and how the broadcaster's curse and then he killed the line, and then he made it so that it, it worked out.
0: Yeah. um George Wynn <laughs> Yeah. That, that that's who ran it in.
1: Yes. <laughs> G um, Win. So yeah, I mean <laughs> that's that's one way to punch it in right there.
0: That's good though. I mean, I, I like see. That's when um. Check, doing his thing. That's what makes me happy is when they try trick plays like that. That's it.
1: So, uh, but yeah, so that's good. But anyway. I don't um, know.
0: I. <laughs> this this show has gone downhill real quick. Well, um, I mean, we had some it I,
1: difficulties. It's fine.
0: Yeah. But,
1: but anyway, okay, so, we're
0: back on track. Let's okay, get back on track here.
1: So, so, so Ryan Mallett. So Ryan Mallett. Okay, so good good second. Yes, good second string quarterback. I think so. Tim Tebow, so far he has Ugh. been so unsuccessful. It's ridiculous. He was one for seven in the Tampa Bay game. He had minus one passing yards. What is this guy still doing on the roster? You know, you see that we cut Razai Dowling today or yesterday. Why wouldn't we just cut Tebow and keep Razai Dowling?
0: Well, he, I have a kind of I kind of have a uh, little conspiracy theory about why uh, Tim Tebow is on this team. Uh, it, I think it's mainly because. Of everything that's happened with the team this past summer, I honestly feel that they're trying to improve the character of the team. What better way than to get Tim Tebow on the team? Do I think he's a great quarterback? No, I don't think he is. Do I think that he's a great athlete? Absolutely. Um, yeah, do I but think, why would do I you... Feel that I know. Why would you, I know. Why would you waste a roster spot for character or an athletic person? I I understand that. I think it's, I think he can bring something to the team. What? I don't know yet because he obviously can't play quarterback that well. Oh no, absolutely
1: not. I mean, maybe if you want to see, here's the thing. The Patriots haven't had, when's the last time you saw an option play for the the Patriots?
0: Well, that's, that's the biggest gripe that a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people have is, you know, if, if, Tom Brady, if Tom Brady's in a groove and he's marching down the field, are you going to take Tom Brady off the field to run an option for Tim Tebow? No, no. Why? I mean, of course not. Tim Tebow is simply here now. If this is if he makes the cut, if he makes it to the roster, Tim Tebow is simply here to be a backup, to be basically a project. He's going to be a project for these guys. And what they're, I know, I know it's. I know it's kind of stupid for them to do, but that's—they're not gonna—I mean, if they're—they're they're not gonna take—they're not gonna take Tom Brady off the field to put in Tim Tebow to no, run never, five ever, yards. Never,
1: ever, 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 ever. And you know, maybe people are still speculating that Tebow might be a tight end at some point, or might be. You know, in some kind of scheme, I don't know. He's a special teams player, maybe. I don't know
0: why if they, have- on, if they plan on him doing that, then they need to take the red shirt away from him and stop having him practice as a quarterback because that's all he's done this whole this whole camp. But he's not know, gonna he's not gonna learn the plays that he needs to learn for being a tight end in the time that's gonna you know that he's gonna need.
1: You you but you have you know Rob Kraft and um, Bill Belichick who are both kind of rooting for him and I I don't it, I don't understand why I really don't because, I'm not a Tim Tebow fan I think that he is nothing but a detriment to this team I, like you said like when are you ever gonna take him out and you know whenever whenever are gonna have Tim Tebow handle the ball as opposed to uh, Tom Brady I I don't know
0: that's that's just it I mean not a lot of people understand the the signing but. You know, I've been saying it since he came into the league that he belonged to New England because it was the only place that made sense for some reason. Just because Belichick, and I've said it a thousand times, Belichick is a guy that is willing to take a chance on a project. Whether it's right or wrong, he's obviously he's obviously proved us wrong sometimes, and he's definitely proved us right sometimes about taking on some of these guys. But Tebow's not a, he's not a troublemaker, you know?
1: Yeah, that's the last thing we need right now. That's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm
0: saying. He's he's a he's a good guy. He you know he plays he does whatever the coaches asks. He doesn't complain about it. He just does what he has to do. And that's basically why I think he will keep he'll keep the position at least for this year. You know what I mean?
1: I and, I, I will say that Tim Tebow, despite the inability to to throw the ball. Uh, he's been running it quite well. In ten rush attempts in the two games he's played, he's gotten almost 60 yards. So that's six yards a runs. I mean, I I, I, I I still I mean, put him in. I I just don't, I don't understand. I I didn't understand the Chad Cinco signing. I or whatever Johnson, whatever his name is. I don't understand the Santibo signing. Um, you know, I I wanted. I'm looking forward to seeing him play tonight, which I think he'll get an opportunity. Right now we're halfway through the second quarter. I'm looking forward to seeing uh how he'll do later on cuz i think you know tom brady obviously didn't play he's not playing this game and um i think that he has opportunity right now in to to do something this is his job on the line i think right well that's
0: now. it that's it and i think i think you'll see like i i'm not exactly sure of the uh the actual statistics but i know um just from what i have seen in denver uh not so much new york because he you know honestly he never really got a chance to play in in, in new york but In Denver, when the game was on the line, or something was on the line for him, he proved that he can do it. Which I don't don't understand why. I'm sorry, I don't understand why you would wait till last minute to do that. But that's the way this guy plays. And who knows? He might he might turn some heads tonight. You never know. I mean, if if they honestly want to use him the correct way, which I don't think they need it because the you know the Patriots are, are stacked with running backs right now. But, you he put him as a halfback. You know, goal line stands halfback. Let him run it in, you know, take the feed from Tom Brady and and run it in for six, you know.
1: Ryan Mallett threw another touchdown. He did? Yep.
0: Okay, Ryan Mallett's completely proving me wrong.
1: 40-yard bomb to to Josh Boyce for a touchdown.
0: I'm surprised he threw it that far without hitting the ground first.
1: I'm surprised he threw it that far at all. But anyway, I'm sorry. To, to continue, to, you know, Tim Tebow, I just don't think he has a – I think that right now, I mean, if that doesn't say – that doesn't make a statement that that's a D pass, that's showing that he is NFL-ready, Ryan Mallet. I don't know, man. Tim Tebow, I say kick I, – I mean, whatever. You know why
0: – I know, I know. I know a lot of people's stance on it. And uh, like I said, a lot of people don't don't agree with the signing. I'm saying, you know what, if he makes a team – don't hold it against them because there's a reason why there's always a reason why these guys are on the team. Um yeah.
1: now I want I want to talk if if I can about Amandola. Um he uh, had yeah. he had a an undisclosed injury that I think he got versus the Buccaneers. Um and you know, we saw or or he got a, an injury somehow before the Detroit game. Um you know, Amendola, you saw his game. He had